1: Learn more at Marines.com.
0: Get in the know. Nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com.
1: Moving on from Kirk Cousins at this point would have represented. A rebuild, yeah. to say the least, unless you're yeah. bringing in another veteran quarterback yeah. to take his place. So at this point, the veteran quarterbacks outside of Lamar Jackson remains franchise tagged are spoken for. Yeah. And they converted Kirk Cousins' uh, salary into a $20 million signing bonus. And so you're already in for that money. Yeah. I don't anticipate that anything changes on that front. So we'll see. They can always revisit the contract talks. There's nothing final at this point, but right now it's setting up as a potential contract here for Kirk Cousins and the opportunity for him to go out to market next year.
0: There he is. GQ, Tom rocking the aviators. Was that, I'm guessing that was Vikings.com. That was was Gabe.
1: That was Gabe. Gabe with the shades, Tom with the shades. Just a
0: couple, a couple of James Bonds talking (laughs) Vikings football, talking quarterbacks. Yeah, down in it, Scottsdale. Where are we doing the the meetings this Florida, week? Right?
1: It's Arizona, yeah. Arizona,
0: somewhere yeah. in Arizona. Yep, probably somewhere near the the Cardinals messed up facility.
1: Oh that, no, uh, no, the, no. Players, bet... the
0: players all downvoted their lunch options.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I bet they were in the the n- nicest resort possible. Those things are never in a bad place. In fact, I covered yeah. them. I covered them in Orlando in two thousand and tenish. In the hotel that, unfortunately, now Bob Sega was found dead in. What? Oh, it's a nice hotel. I'm Great kidding. hotel. Where? Yeah, he. It, it was the Orlando, I think it was the Breakers Hotel, if I'm not mistaken. But, I mean, these guys always go to, because it's, it's not that it's the uh, GMs and coaches. It's, it's that it's the owners show up. They go to the poshest resorts that they can find.
0: Is that a good or a bad thing when your hotel from that point forward is is known as uh, it's the it's the hotel that uh, Bob Saget was found dead inside. Well,
2: is that, is it, that good or bad it's marketing? Just a from fact.
1: Your... It's a fact.
2: Do you think uh, uh, do you think the local Hilton here is the one where like yeah, Eddie Guerrero Eddie was Guerrero found dead here?
1: Uh, it's
0: the Hilton. Uh, which Hilton is that? Oh, it's the it's the one where Eddie Guerrero was found dead from an Car- overdose.
1: Car- oh, Car- yeah. I love that hotel cardinals pitcher daryl kyle the weston on michigan in chicago they won't tell you the room i know that
0: so there you go i guess it's, i know where it die. is it's good marketing then it's so good you marketing. know what, yeah well extra, you might have the you room. wouldn't know when you're recommending a hotel to someone you're like uh, i don't know if there's any hotels in st louis oh there i know i do know of one yeah it's uh
1: the hell of a Weston. Uh, <laughs> it's called the heavenly bed
2: yeah, unfor- I just realized too. Unfortunately, we got Eddie Guerrero at the Hilton. You got Brian Pillman, I believe, in Bloomington. I mean, we actually, unfortunately, I think got. More I remember than the Brian Pillman one. one. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, but what hotel all is that? It's, it, it, it's got to be a nice hotel. Though. Nice hotel. Like I'm not going to remember it if if you die in a two star, I ain't going to remember the hotel. No.
0: <laughs> it's got to be at least a three and a half, four star, right? Oh, and at if least. you die
1: in a five star, Judd's all over it.
0: He's in. It might be discounted. Um, all right, this is Purple Daily hotels tonight. Daily by. Vi- <laughs> Daily, yeah, they should have an option. They've got the geo-target <laughs> option, Hotels yeah. Tonight, and they've got the, uh, no one wants to stay here anymore because a notable celebrity died. Do you want to stay here for 105 bucks? Uh TCL is now an official partner of the NFL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. I'll have... Uh, Twins baseball on my TCL TV today. Guessing you guys may dabble on opening mm-hmm. day. Happy baseball opening day. So I have a question for you guys before we get into our regular Thursday state of the Vikings offseason, random Viking of the week. A few years back, I think it was the last time the Vikings were in the market. It might have been like around Teddy Bridgewater time. Can't remember exactly. But a few years ago on the old Mackie and Judd radio show we put together sort of the research on how likely is it that you're going to find a franchise quarterback by the round they're drafted in, assuming you're not like rigging it, right? You can't like it's as the draft sort of naturally falls the last 20 years. How often are first rounders a hit? How often are second rounders a hit third, fourth, and so on going back? And so I want to present some facts to you guys. And I want you to tell me how these facts impact what you think the Vikings should do as they, they're they clearly planning for life after Kirk, right? They're not extending his contract. There's all sorts of buzz that they may draft a quarterback in the first round this year, if not, obviously next year. So they are on the hunt for their quarterback of the future. So I went back the last 20 years, and uh, and I'm not counting guys that, that we aren't really sure about from the last two drafts, because I think we need some leeway for if you've been drafted at some point in the last couple of years, Trevor Lawrence, I think is a hit. So I'm going to, I'm going to put him in the, in the hit category, but there's some other guys that we just don't know yet. So take those guys out. What percentage of quarterbacks are complete unplayable busts? What percentage are hits and hits, meaning this is my own definition that they're at least league average for a multi-year stretch. So it's free if you if you pan out, you are at least a league average quarterback for a multi-year stretch.
2: Yeah.
0: Kind of subjective, but stick with me on this, all right? So in the last 20 years, 59 quarterbacks have been drafted in the first round, not counting there's a couple guys that I'm not counting from the last couple of years. 47% of first-round quarterbacks the last 20 years have panned out According to me, anyways, like just my sort of. There's like there's some guys on the gray area, but at the high end, there's obvious guys. There's the Mahomes, Rogers, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Burrow. Like there's a lot of guys that you can just say, yep, those are obvious. They definitely panned out. I'm also including on the low end guys like Carson Wentz. Maybe they didn't pan out to the degree that you expected by drafting them where you did, Um, or even like Baker Mayfield where. Not a complete bust. A guy that, if the circumstances are right, he can be league average. Like, Carson Wentz was was league average or better for a multi-year stretch. So, that's the range. Like, Mahomes panned out big time. Carson Wentz, not a complete bust. Was league average for a few years. Actually flirted with an MVP one year. The year they won the Super Bowl and he got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So, about half panned out in the first round. were complete busts in the first round. I'm talking Christian Ponder, Blaine Gabbert, Brady Quinn, Tim Tebow, Brandon Whedon, guys that are just, all right, we're going to hitch our franchise to this first-round pick. And they are out of the league, basically, after a few years, right? Mm -hmm. And the remaining 20% are guys like Bridgewater, Bortles, Trubisky, where they didn't ruin your franchise, they threw for a few thousand yards a couple of years, right? Like you went to the playoffs with them. Um, They stuck around for a little bit. So that's first round. Half panned out, a third were complete busts. Second and third rounds combined, 16% panned out. 72% were complete busts. Fourth round or later, 5% panned out. 90% were complete busts. So first round forty let's call it fifty percent, second, third rounds combined, sixteen percent. Wow, fourth round or later, five percent uh-huh. panned out. Uh-huh. How does that information from the last twenty years sort of affect what you think the Vikings should do?
1: well, I, I think there's a difference between um because, you know, the thing about it is like that, that first round, the subjectivity of it is really interesting because you can I'm sure what a team considers a bust is much more is much harsher. Like like you have hitched your wagon to Carson Wentz, and he looks like he's gonna be great and like this solves our problem. Whoops, here's the cliff. He gets hurt. Um the last, you know, the last two groups, but especially the last group, the five percent group, that's just flyers. Like like you can't I don't think any team goes into a draft saying, "Yeah, you know what we're going to do? We're going to game the system and find Tom Brady." Mm-hmm. Um, that would be absolutely crazy. And the second group is 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 you know a guy that falls in as, as a bust, but it's not the end of the world. Is Kellen Mond? You're just literally saying, you know, we think he might be good. We don't don't know. And conversely, you know, to his credit, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Is in that bin as far as oh my god, you know we we took this guy to be a backup to RG three, never expected to to play him, and in fact Kirk has talked about that when Kyle Shanahan was on that coaching staff, one of the first things Kyle said to Kirk was, "Hey, if you play well, like if you practice well, we might be able to trade your ass." Right.
0: So I I think the biggest question then is to your point, like Kellen Mond, yes, are you are you taking a good faith? You're. You're, it's the third round. Is it a good faith effort to draft a young quarterback and develop him? Okay, maybe. But is it like when you, when you look it, and you could probably play this out for other positions too. Obviously, the further you get in the draft, the less likely it is that you're going to find starters. Yeah. I just think it's extreme for quarterbacks. So if, if you're, if you're a franchise, like when the Vikings did the Mon thing, Cousins was a couple years younger. He was still very much in the middle of his prime. Yep. I think he had another, Year or two left on his contract, whatever it was, and it's just sort of like let's take a little flyer here. It's been a while since we've had a young quarterback in the door. Right. You're kind of hedging, right? But if you're a franchise like the Vikings are now, where you've made a decision, we aren't moving forward with Cousins after 2023.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think you you have to get out of like the third, fourth, fifth round flyer business yeah. and get into the be aggressive in the first round business.
1: But the Vikings aren't there. Like like the the thing about it is, there's been nothing that they have said or indicated that they are in the, we're going to game the system and find a guy in the fifth round, like everything they are doing due diligence wise. And just from, if you sort of try to read between the lines of what they're saying and not saying about their due diligence and also Kirk, it indicates that they have their plan set on a, on, on at some point in time here, a first round pick. I mean, now this is, this is where it gets interesting. Hendon hooker very well might be a late, first round pick and he very well might be a colossal bust but nobody's expecting him to fall to round three now so so i don't hear anything from quasi or or koc about we're trying to get cute here on the mon thing remember you know in retrospect and this played out before our eyes so it's not surprising now but rick spielman was a very reactionary quarterback drafter he would do it it's funny you know the conversations i think some People think, oh yeah, Purple Daily's crazy. They have all these conversations. They're so far fetched. They don't know what they're talking about. And sometimes they're right. But you know what? I guarantee you, the Vikings had conversations internally that we had, which is Rick, you got to take a quarterback at some point in time. And Rick said something along the lines of, but I'm scared. I don't know how. (laughs) And and so look at the reactionary though. Ponder. Musical chairs, right? I gotta take one. I gotta take one. I, I and so we just took one. Kellen Mond, how long had we said, why don't the Vikings try one in the third round? You know, it's not a coincidence that all of a sudden they took Kellen Mond. So that was a very, and that's why I didn't trust Rick. I actually think that these two guys now have a far better idea of what they're doing. And I don't think that they're going to try to say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to find Russell Wilson. I think that they're saying we're going to replace Kirk and we're going to do it by putting our necks on the line because that's what we're paid to do.
2: I think with Spielman, Judd's right. I think there was more of a fear. Like, there was a scare. Like, oh, I'm, now I'm gun-shy because the Ponder thing was a complete bust. Teddy's leg exploded. Like, that, that, that wasn't necessarily a, a bust situation. But then it, then it became gun-shy. With Quasi, I think you replace the word scared with investment. Like, you're going to make an investments that are probably going to go wrong, right? Like, you're going to make an investment that goes south. That's probably how Quasi looks at it, right? Like, he, drafting a quarterback to him, that's an investment. It has a high bust scale. It might not hit... It might be my career-defining moment. If I don't get this right, i probably lose my job. At the same time, just like most other investments, it could pay out tenfold, and you could be known as the guy who drafted the next Pat Mahomes, the next saver quarterback Mm -hmm. to this franchise. So I think they look at it as more of an investment scale. So it's it's more of a risk factor for sure. Phil lays out that it's about a coin flip, essentially as a first-round drafting quarterback over the time period that he listed that it's going to hit. So it's a coin flip. But if it hits, it could be the greatest thing that has ever happened to this franchise, and for that person's legacy too. So I would probably yeah. replace scared with Spielman and just look at it as an investment, like Quasi probably does. I agree. I think in terms of like Quasi's, Quasi's going to look at it as this is a bet
0: that we need to make, and it's not a hundred percent. There's a chance it could be a bust, but we need we need, and I'm sure he explains this to ownership too. In fact, I think was it someone came out yesterday, kind of def- was it John Lynch defending his own. Uh, organization, but it was somebody speaking about the 49ers down there in in Arizona. They gave up all this draft capital to move up and get Trey Lance. And it's been kind of a bust, right? But because they've made so many other great decisions as a franchise, you have to be allowed to make some bad moves. And in today's day and age, a lot of the general managers, look at how many more big trades we're seeing, right? We're AJ Brown going over here. And then the Panthers and the Bears trading over here. And There's just a lot, and Quasey has made big trades, right? Second rounder for Hawkinson. These aggressive GMs have to be allowed to make some mistakes. But I think there's a big difference based on this data that we're presenting here on making a mistake, shooting your shot for one of the three blue-chip quarterback prospects versus taking a flyer on Hendon Hooker. And I don't mean to dump on Hendon Hooker here, but the people who are like, just kind of, you know, just just go grab Hooker in the second or third round, and and he can kind of develop behind Kirk Cousins. All right, I have a list for you guys. The last twenty years, here are the quarterbacks that have gone in the second and third rounds. Just take a guy in the second or third round, and you know, let him develop behind your starting quarterback. All right, there's been forty nine of these guys in the last twenty years. Russell Wilson, I think. Maybe Jalen Hurts are the only two out of 49 that have really panned out as like franchise top quarterbacks. There's a few others that I would count as having panned out, but on more of like a league average, like between 10th and 15th, I'll put Andy Dalton, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Colin Kaepernick, and Matt Schaub in that category. So that gets us, that's like seven or eight out of 49. Here's the rest. Josh McCown, good backup for a couple decades, right? Yeah, nice career. Jacoby Brissett, good to have as a backup.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nick Foles, one of the great backups, but not a multi-year above-average starter. Geno Smith, took him 10 years, but I think if you asked the Jets, did that pan out for you, they would say no. Congrats to the Seahawks a decade later for getting a guy that finally pulled his head out of his ass, right, or maybe he had the right circumstance. Chad Henney, Tavares Jackson, Colt McCoy, Trent Edwards, Davis Mills. That's a maybe, but they're also going to draft a quarterback to replace him. It sounds like Drew Locke, Brock Osweiler, Kevin Cobb, Drew Stanton, Kellen Clemens, Mike Glennon, CJ Bethard, Charlie Fry, Chris Sims, Charlie Whitehurst, Deshaun Kaiser, Mason Rudolph, Cody Kessler, Ryan Mallett. Just, just grab a guy in the sec, just go grab Ryan Mallett in the second, third round and let him develop behind Tom Brady, right? <laughs> John Beck, Desmond Ritter, Jimmy Clausen, Sean Mannion, Brody Croyle, Malik Willis, Will Greer, just go grab Davis Webb or Andrew Walter or Dave Ragoni, Brian Brom, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell's on this list. Mm -hmm. I mean, my point is you're really not actually looking for a franchise quarterback if you're doing the just go get a guy in the second, third, fourth round and let him sit behind Cousins. Right. Like you have to get super lucky for that to pan out.
1: But the good thing is, I don't sense that this administration from the Vikings is doing that. Like I, 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 think that there's a far better chance that they would trade up for Will Levis than they would try to grab a guy. Now they, now that's the difference though, is they might think, who knows, that Hendon Hooker is worth a first round pick, and then you set yourself up for a, a potential bust. But the good thing about these guys is they are going to keep taking swings at this. Until in their mind they get get it right, and the one thing that Spielman, the one thing that that th- these guys have, because I don't I don't think for a second that like Quazy's going to find this guy. Like it's Quazy is scouting, you know he he knows his job. Um, but the one thing that the Vikings didn't have previously that they have now is they have someone in their building that can identify. Hopefully, this guy like Rick rarely had that. Rick was who was advising Rick on quarterbacks. Rick well, was advising North,
0: North Turner one year on right?
1: Bridgewater, yeah. But I mean, besides that, um, yeah, Brad,
0: Brad Childress.
1: Well, no, but I mean, Brad Kick had ass offense. That, but that was Brad say. Brad had say. But I mean, ponder, ponder came in a year when it was split the decision making personnel between Frazier, who wanted a veteran quarterback, and he got one. Unfortunately, his name was Donovan McNabb, and. Uh, and so Rick said, okay, I got to draft one. He drafted Ponder. And other than Norv helping with Teddy, you know, Rick never got – Rick was basically uh, playing darts blindfolded. So the whole thing now is, one, I don't that the Vikings are trying to cheat this and get cute. And two is Kwesi does have people, including O'Connell, most importantly, in the building who can mm-hmm. identify what he wants, and that is incredibly important. So I think the system now lends itself to potentially being far more successful.
0: Mm-hmm. My favorite part about this list is you kind of sort through the first round, second and third, and then fo- the fourth round or later, guys. You have to do it, right, because you do need you do need to fill out a roster of quarterbacks and you need guys who can hold clipboards and, like, chime in in a quarterback meeting and just go out there and take snaps in a crisis. But of the 139 guys, quarterbacks, drafted fourth round or later the last 20 years, Here are the guys who've panned out. Let me cough for a second. Almost done kicking this uh, respiratory thing that Judd... uh, Thank you, Judd, by the way. Appreciate it.
1: That's no Mm -hmm. problem. I mean, it could have been Declan too, but I I just wanted to take credit for it.
0: Here's the guys, fourth round or later, who've panned out. Cousins, Romo, Dak. Um, And then it gets real thin here. I'm counting these guys as multi-year average or above-average starters. Tyrod Taylor, Matt Castle, Ryan Fitzpatrick, David Garrard. The other 132, irrelevant. Pretty much. Well, Case Keenum, relevant for one year.
1: Yeah, Vikings fans.
0: Uh, Brian Hoyer, relevant for one year. Brock Purdy, relevant for five games. Gardner Minshew, Trevor Simeon. You could make a case like, all right, some guys who can, you can, they can play a little bit, mm-hmm. but not guys that have, right, like been multi-year above-average starters, right, right. So, and go the get Vikings- the UCLA guy in the fourth round and have him develop into what a, a backup, okay, and sure.
1: And where this game for the Vikings gets tougher is the fact that they're never bad enough to be in that upper group. So either you have to trade up there, which is going, which you mortgage an absolute ton to get up there or you have to be you you have to identify like the fourth QB and because i there there seems like in most years there's a very clear pecking order of QBs right like where the list yeah. ends and then where it begins again for the tier 2 tier 3 guys so that's that's where they are going to have to be really savvy and good cuz you know the fact that Joe Burrow has panned out is awesome to watch Not a huge surprise, though. Like, we knew he was going to to be good. The question is how good. But, you know, when, when you're talking about, like, that's the thing. Will Levis, if you love him, are you convinced that with a year of work behind the scenes, you can take him from being probably at the bottom of tier one, which is still damn good, and get him up to the second guy on that tier?
0: Yep. Yep, and that's the you know, or or have you just decided that like Thor has said, some of his red flags are just going to be really tough to overcome? Someone also some one of those mysterious like NFL insider accounts, not a Schefter, but like an anonymous sort of account, tweeted some hearsay yesterday that uh, Will Levis has been bombing some of these interviews, just that he's just kind of a little bit aloof and arrogant, maybe, and that and that but that would seem to add up that a guy who's supremely physically talented with a huge arm, if he was nailing the interviews, he'd be moving up, right? You'd be seeing the, yeah. the smart mock draft insider guys yeah, instead true. of dropping him. In fact, actually, there's a this might be a good segue here real quick into uh, our mock a mock draft update. Mock. Like, Judd, you saw this one. Another NFL network slash NFL.com mock. Bucky Brooks, spoiler alert. He, doesn't he have Will Levis f- yeah, falling out, out of, of the first round, first round entirely?
1: Yeah. yeah, he is him out of the first round. first one I've seen that's done that, which is not going to happen.
0: Yeah, well, if it does, it's very telling, right? It means 20 bucks. It means 20 he held the right football now. wrong 20, in that meeting 20 bucks with the Vikings. right now,
1: I'll give you odds. <laughs> okay, what are the odds? You tell me. <laughs> you tell well, me. No, so no, can't, you you, you know, can't you, say
2: you, that and then not give the odds. You're, you're making the odds. Okay,
0: how about... Uh, how about ten to one? So you put up. I'll, I'll, if if I lose, I give you twenty. Uh, if you lose, you give me two hundred. You won't.
1: Uh, Maybe an installment of some you, sort. How
0: confident are you to take my twenty bucks?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty damn confident, actually. <laughs> if Will Levis, so, someone would trade up to get him. He ain't fall. He ain't. But you. But to your point, Bucky Brooks did hear something. Like you wouldn't just arbitrarily try and make yourself look stupid for no reason.
0: A hundred percent. So he did hear. Yes. All right. We've done about 35 mock draft recaps here. Three quarterbacks going to the Vikings. All of them in the last week and a half or so. A bunch of cornerbacks, but none recently. Lately, it's been wide receiver and quarterback centric here. Let's see what Bucky Brooks has in his now 3.0. It's a 3.0. All right. He's got CJ Stroud going number one. He's got Bryce Young going number two. Will Anderson Jr. Tyree Wilson. Jalen Carter Seahawks. Let's keep growing uh scrolling here. Wow, no uh so there's Jackson Smith and the Jigba twelve. Okay. He also he has Richardson falling too. Hmm. Right? Am yes. I, did I scroll past no, him? No, I think Oh my god, what? Yeah. Okay, he's got Richardson falling to the Seahawks at twenty. Yeah, that's
1: also not gonna happen.
0: Okay, if he fall if Richardson falls past fifteen, is that where the Vikings would say Enough. We're moving. Wouldn't
1: surprise me. Yeah. If Levis and Richard both start to free fall, the, the cell phones in Egan will be in overdrive.
0: Yeah. Well, this, this wouldn't be a bad alternative. With the 23rd pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, according to Bucky Brooks 3.0, the Vikings buy themselves flowers. Zay Flowers, wide receiver, Boston oh. College.
1: I want a mock! Mark. I can hear Thor
0: celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> That's his guy. After moving on from Adam Thielen this offseason, the Vikings grab a route-running specialist as a playmate for Justin Jefferson. Flowers' speed, quickness, and precision make him an ideal candidate as a WR2 opposite the All-Pro wideout. It's the first Zay Flowers mock we've seen outside of the 3 or 4 that we've personally done with Thor on Tuesdays
1: Anthony Richardson falling that far would amaze me even more than Levis falling into the second round that's but that's the thing
0: like if you go back a, a couple months or so there's a lot of buzz that Richardson you know is he a first round guy like probably late mid to late yeah. first round so is it just a bunch of steam hey did, did these teams find anything out about him athletically that they didn't already know by just watching him on film and if you no. talk to anyone who watched Florida football the last couple of years they'd say eh, i don't know about him going top five a little raw you know mm-hmm. so if, if teams still feel that way then and also like if let's say the Colts get Lamar jackson or something before the draft i don't think it's going to happen before the draft but that takes a team off the board, for instance. Yeah. You know.
1: I gotta think somebody go, goes up and gets at least one one of them. I think they're both still gone in the top ten. Yeah, I I, wanna I think four buy, quarterbacks buy. are gone. I won't, I won't bet you on that one. I won't
0: bet you on that. Unless you give me good odds. But we can talk about that later. Yeah, let's talk so, about that off uh yeah. So Bucky Brooks, uh the first I won't get trouble. <laughs> the first Zay Flowers mocker. Something that won't get you in trouble is working with Livia to lose weight. Oh. It'll enhance your life.
1: Absolutely right. In fact, if you're talking about first-round draft picks, if you looked in the mirror this morning and said, you know what, sports dad, I want to lose weight like you did. How can I do it? Who should be my first overall pick in weight loss? I'm going to tell you right now, Livia Weight Control Centers, there is no doubt about it. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, yeah, the guy on the left and the guy on the right, it's the same guy. It's me. I confess What's the difference? Well, just look at how chunky the guy on the left is. And then you look at the guy on the right, and you're like, oh, my gosh, is that a movie star? No, it's not a movie star. It's just sports dad. It's just sports dad. And right now, I want to make you an offer that is going to sound even better as you look to lose weight for summer. How about your first eight weeks for free? Your first eight weeks for free on a program that's not only going to help you lose the weight, and it's very simple, but keep it off as well. 855-GOLIVIA, livia.com. L-I-V-E-A.com. Run that piece of paper up to Roger Goodell at the podium and say, Livia is my first round draft pick.
0: You know, if you're a motorcycle rider, maybe Dennis Kirk should be your first round draft pick. It's been a long winter, and it's about to get longer, apparently, in the next 48 hours. But pretty soon, it'll be riding season, we think. Well, whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metro Cruiser, sport bike, you'll find what you need at com. so you can ride more and wait less. Over 180,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets as well. Shipping is free for orders over $89. And if you order by 8 p.m., they ship the same day. Everything you need for your ride at DennisKirk.com Um And before we get to also a couple other things here, including a random Viking of the Week, a reminder, the Surly Draft Party at Park Tavern. The Surly Draft Party at Park Tavern. Purple Daily will be there, streaming live on YouTube and hanging out with all of you. we got some fun giveaways. We're going to be Planning April 27th at 6 p.m. inside. Isn't it the 11th frame, Judd? That's what we're... Uh, yes, it is. Yep. The 11th frame. There's a spillover area to uh, to a tent and a bunch of TVs where we can watch the Vikings trade out of the first round and bitch about it together. Or
1: take a quarterback. Or go up. <laughs> or move up, up to nine. Yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah, so uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, the Surly Draft Party at Park Tavern, 6 o'clock start time on April 27th. Let us know if you're going to be there. We'd love to see as many of you as possible, and cheers! Some uh, some before I die. Before I die is going to make a return.
1: That is right, and it's going to be for now. It's going to be a one night only limited engagement return on tap. Before I, I die, uh, it's going to be um, relaunched at the draft party, and then you're going to have to wait till fall. And by the way, just just to spill a little bit, you are going to see a new can as well. Oh. Before I die, reemerging one night only. Yes. We're not charging for this party, and Surly's not, but they are going to give you an opportunity so that we can all sip on the beer of our choice as we look for the Vikings not only to make a good draft pick, but to eventually win a Super Bowl.
0: So uh, the state of the Vikings offseason, there's not a lot to update this week because they haven't really done anything. So I guess just to, to recap, players who are gone, Eric Kendricks wrote a nice long piece on Players' Tribune, Shout out to a uh, Zenbox ramen, by the way, in that article. If you know, you know. A little Barla Grassa, You know, Eric Kendricks was a Barla Grassa. Mm-hmm. Kendrick's shouting out some good restaurants mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Kendrick's gone. Thielen gone. Cam Dantzler. Patrick Peterson gone, gone. Duke Shelley gone. Dalvin Tomlinson gone. Josh Oliver, the tight end in. Marcus Davenport in. Byron Murphy, Dean Lowry, the defensive lineman. Uh, and then wide receiver Brandon Powell, linebacker Troy Reader all in. Harrison Smith back, Garrett Bradbury back, Alex Madison back, the special teamers are back, Nick Mullins back, and then Zadarius Smith, Dalvin Cook, and I would say Daniil Hunter all sort of up in the air contractually at this point. So just real quick before we get to a random Viking of the week, do you feel like the offseason has been a net win for the Vikings, that they've they've added more value than they have subtracted?
1: Um, Yes, because I love the subtractions. I, I think the subtractions are spot on. It, they're what I wanted a year ago and we didn't get them. And now we do. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. So I don't know if like, I think, oh my God, this team is improved a lot. Cause you know, I don't think that they're improved a lot, but I think that they're trending in the exact right direction. And that's what I like. And it now feels like it is morphing into Quazy and Kevin O'Connell's team, which it didn't a year ago, but you know, Kendrick's Thielen, go through that list. Those are guys, the start of guys, that needed to to go. If there was one guy when um, the season ended that I said, okay, I'd take that guy back, it's Harrison Smith. He's coming back. Um, Seifert sent me an, an interesting note, and this is why the running back thing is far from done yet. I believe right now among the 32 teams in the league, the Vikings between what Dalvin Cook is scheduled to make and Madison now signed for are the second team in the league when it comes to paying yeah. running backs. So that's not done. I, I think the defensive ends, or the, the rush ends, I guess, in a 3-4, and the running back thing is not resolved. Something's going to give, I think, with both of those things. Do you think it
0: it has to give before the draft
1: not for any nec- of these? No, not necessarily now. Because, okay. I mean, the draft, you, you do eventually have to clear out space to sign your picks. But right now, the Vikings have five picks. Um, so no, I don't but do I expect a draft move or two like here's the one thing. I think if you're gonna trade cook, you're gonna try and get draft picks or a draft pick. So I think that that gives um I think the defense I think the rush end things a little bit more convoluted because you know what we don't know and we've heard nothing Hunter's camp like we don't he's not gonna plan that contract mm-hmm. and and it re- and it's come up, but we haven't heard anything. So like if Daniel Hunter says guys, I'm out, I'm not gonna play. Then Smith might come back because they picked up that the uh, payment in March. But if Daniel's like, you know, let's like let's say they're quietly behind the scenes working on a contract, then I think Zadarius is probably gone.
0: Yeah. And Zedarius didn't get the memo that, hey, we need some more time to let this play out. He's like, uh, Minnesota, loved it. Great, great year. Appreciate yeah. it. I'm out of here. And they're like, Shout what? out to the restaurant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They'd be like, Yeah, Red Rabbit. Red Cow.
0: Does every player now is if you go through like the Players Tribune Twitter account, it's just like one tweet after another, an ode to the city that a player is leaving. Yes. I mean, where do we draw the line at some point yeah, here? Do we get does everyone? I mean, oh, well, I will say though, Adam Thielen didn't bother writing anything for Players Tribune not yet. He just put a post out on Instagram. Kendricks went the extra step. I think Kendricks is solidifying himself as a better former Viking at this point than Adam Thielen.
1: Do you suppose that Th- Thielen was was uh, was a little bit um, timid about doing a players' Tribune piece because the last guy who, who left here as a high-profile offensive player <laughs> wrote a three-thousand-word piece, and Kyle Rudolph managed not to mention the quarterback. And, and everyone when, and then when, got, when he got it.
0: called on it, he did not uh, offer any sort of retraction or Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot my favorite quarterback. He just.
1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
2: You're listening to a Score North
0: podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. Time for a little random Viking of the week here, boys. The ultimate battle of historical wits, where Judd Zilgad mostly dominates me and Declan. As a team, we go every other week up against Judd. It's my turn to throw out a player. Declan's turn to sit in the hot seat against Judd. A few of the more recent random Vikings include Laquan Treadwell, Ontario Smith, Christian Ponder, Herschel Walker, Chad Beebe, and Chester Taylor. I'm going to throw out a series of clues. You guys can shout out guesses however you want to. You get up to three incorrect guesses, and then you are eliminated. You can ask me questions. I can decide if I want to answer them. Are you ready?
1: Yes. Go.
0: Okay. This random Viking of the week originally hails from Riviera Beach, Florida. This random Viking of the week was the sixth of eight children in his family. Oh. Big family. This random uh, this random Viking of the Week has played in the
2: USFL. The USFL within the last year or two? Oh, that's a good question. I'll give you that answer at some point. Okay.
0: I just want to throw you guys that little USFL okay. clue real quick here. Could be an old school. Could be a new I got to guess.
1: Wow. Wow. Anthony Carter. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs>
0: there it is, folks. Wow. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: One of the most dominant performances in the history of Random Viking. Thank you. Wow. Thank you very much. I had some fun clues lined up, too. Like, I'm sorry. This Random Viking scored a touchdown in NFL games played on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in his career. He did? Mm Hmm. Apparently, he scored a Friday touchdown. This random Viking, when he finished his career in college, averaged seventeen and a half yards per play, which is an NCAA record.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. There's a lot of clues here.
1: He is. He is one of the biggest snubs currently from the Ring of Honor.
0: He's so good. He was my favorite wide receiver as like a five-year-old, too. I remember always having my Anthony Carter <laughs> jersey and stuff.
1: Why he is not in, I, I don't know if he's like refused to come back. I have no idea what it is. It makes no sense.
0: Because he was one of the best receivers in the league for about three years. He was the, the he best is. offensive weapon on an NFC championship team in 1987,
1: right? On, on Vikings receiving charts, and as you said, he started w- with the, I believe, Michigan Panthers. But on the Viking receiving charts in, in his time here, he's way up there on things. I, I will say I think he deserves to get
0: in before Adam Thielen and before some of these n- newer guys.
1: Yeah, he's I agree. just
0: He does. So It's a snow. Yeah, one of the more sort of forgotten great Vikings players, Anthony Carter. And, wow, Declan, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that was, that was, there. was, a, I was being burned. I think that was
2: 60 seconds, maybe.
1: Justin wow. Taylor, a few weeks back, I got quickly, too. Yeah. Because I think you said he played for – Toledo in the Mac and that was that
0: we've had a couple others that have literally taken 10 minutes and a hundred clues to figure
1: out. It just depends on, on the day. I still think the fastest one was the first one of all time. When Declan got Tavares Jackson,
0: Declan got uh, Tavares like, Jackson and Brock Lesnar very I quickly. Yeah.
1: I feel like Tavares was like one clue or two. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like I didn't even feel bad about the loss cause it was so quick. And then you rattled off like eight straight wins after. I got, well, I got pissed. I, I went to the gym and worked. I worked out. I got mad. I got my, re- my retribution. I went rocky. You... I went rocky. I'm like, I got to improve my mind on random Vikings. Went on the elliptical. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, that's your Purple Daily
0: Fix for the day. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. We are your home for 365-day-per-year Vikings fodder and content. If you could give us – um a five-star rating, and a positive review on the Apple Podcast page, Purple Daily Apple Podcast, and click the subscribe button and the like button on the YouTube channel. It helps spread the word about this Vikings community you guys are helping us build. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow.